day 343. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. I'm John. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. Psalm chapter 30, right? Yeah. Another praise, but more acutely speaking, it is a Thanksgiving psalm. It is David praying uh, this this prayer of thanksgiving to the Lord. And right. again, the Psalms just don't show us the prayers of the saints. It teaches us how to pray as saints as well, right? So we see it's that- It's a script. Yeah, it's a script, right? Yeah. And man, like the, the what I thought about as I read through this Psalm over and over and just kind of meditate on it is the best thing about the worst things, <laughs> the best thing about the worst things uh, in the world is that they don't last, right? Mm. Um, and, you know, he is thanking God about relief from suffering, right? right. Um, I think we thank God. Uh, yeah, like I don't know. I don't know if we always thank God when there's a relief, you know, from suffering. We thank God for blessings. That's what I was trying to say. Mm. But not always a relief from calamity and suffering. Yeah, the blessing of the fact that trouble isn't eternal right right so i mean it was the same thing right the whole like weeping may endure for a night mm. but joy comes in the morning right i i just sat with that same thing yeah trouble however terrible it is mm-hmm. is temporary it's good yeah it has a shelf life it's not going to last forever mm. and i think that's helpful for those of us that have put our faith in Jesus and believe that the life that we live now is not all that there is, that even if we have troubles that are lifelong in the grand scheme of eternity, our lives really don't last that long. So Mm. lifelong feels like a a long time if the life that we live is all that there is. But if there is an eternity, then lifelong isn't really that long. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it is a grain of sand, right? Right. On a seashore, uh, in yeah. comparison. And so David, yeah, <clears throat> David is here though. Like he, he didn't just have a bad day or two or three. Like he was like, yo, I almost died. <laughs> right. <laughs> Once again, yeah. we see these themes of Sheol of the pit, right. That is a word for death, um, in the Hebrew Bible. And he's just like, yo, like it was almost a wrap, but God, you lifted me up, right. You yeah. saved me, you delivered me, you cared for me. And, you know, he has this joy, and another thing I thought about was the joy of the Lord, bro, is best experienced as a shared experience, right? Look, yeah, yes. So it's like, yo, look at how he calls on the congregation in verse four, right? Yeah. To join in on his joint. He's like, yo, sing to the Lord, his faithful ones, and praise his holy name. Bro, Go ahead. it's like so you get it. when you go to a fire restaurant and you yeah. get something and you just erupt in praise and yeah. folks are like yo 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 is it good mm-hmm. and you're like yo, yo listen i i can't even tell you take mm-hmm. a bite you've got to take a bite out of this mm-hmm. i know this ain't yours i know mm-hmm. that it's mine but i'm so um encouraged like i'm so through the roof full of joy on what yeah. i experienced it that you can have that same response by just taking a bite off of my plate, right? Mm, and good. in the same yeah. way that we do that with food, what he's saying is, no, no, listen, God has been so good to me. I know you don't have the same story of deliverance, but 
you can uh, have the same response if yeah. if you just take a bite off of my plate. Yes, yes. And you see this kind of theme all throughout the Psalms where David is going to act as this inspired worship leader, right? right. Like where yeah. he kind of sets the tone for us to fall in behind and worship the Lord. He, he did that for his people, but right. also for us as well. And yeah. we even see that points to Christ because if you read Hebrews 2 carefully, it talks about the Lord Jesus being the one who leads the praise of the saints before God, right. before yeah. the throne. And so we even see this kingly aspect. This good king doesn't just want us to submit to rules, but he wants right. to join, he wants us to join in of the joy of praise as well. And mm. so that's that's just a beautiful picture. And then, like you said, the weeping enduring for a night. Um, I just thought about, bro, like the metaphor they use, like the night and the day. It's like weeping can't stop the coming of joy any more than the previous night can stop the coming of morning. That's good. That's right. Like, no, it's going like once the clock hits a certain certain time, like the sun is going to rise up. Like it is inevitable. There's nothing nobody can do to stop it. And that's how it is for us, man. Like that's the way we have to view our lives and like, Yo, David even goes back. He's like, yo, man, I was I was on top of things. I was kicking right. it. I was secure. I said, I'll never be shaken. And right. what happened, right? You know, the Lord had to humble him. But he yeah. talks about the way, you know, the Lord restored him. And so, yeah, it's just a beautiful picture of the way that joy forces out the darkness. It forces out weeping. Yeah. And the fact that, man, at the end of the day, David doesn't just get to the end of this and be like, thank heavens, right? Or just Mm -hmm. throwing his thanks in a general direction. He aims it, focuses it at God. And it's not just like, Mm -hmm. man, I'm so glad that things worked out, but he looks at God and he's like, nah, God, like you did, you turned my lament into dancing. Like you removed my sackcloth and gave me joy. It reminds me of uh, being a kid, me and my brother, we used to, um, when we, when I was 12 years old, I learned how to cut my hair. Um, and when we first started to learn, like I was jacking my hair up, bro. It was terrible. Mm. And then I had to go to somebody that was a professional. And so it's like, yo, thank you. Like you turned my chili bowl into a nice hot top. <laughs> That's <laughs> hey, some going right. somebody head. Yeah. All right. All right. So <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> uh, if you don't get it, Google it. Right. Yeah. But it's like, no, no. But I'm like, yo, like what I had was a mess and I mm. took it to somebody and in their hands, mm. they turned my terrible haircut into a reason to rejoice. And that's what he's saying. Right. That's what mm-hmm. God does that calamity in the hands of God. It's not just that God erases it, right? There's two ways to fix a bad haircut. One, you could just shave it all off. And now it's like, hey, I'm bald. I just got to wait for it to grow back. Right. God doesn't just erase bad problems. He replaces them with reasons to rejoice. Amen. Amen, brother. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's at the end of the day, I don't know what you may be going through as you're listening to this, but just know this, like, Suffering has an expiration date, mm-hmm. but joy doesn't. Yep. That's why David says at the very That's end, good. I will praise you forever. Let's pray. Mm-hmm. Father, we thank you. Um, yeah, the suffering has an expiration date, but because of what you've done for us in Christ, because of the eternity we have with you, 
it pales in comparison and our joy and our celebration and praise will never expire. Help us to remember that the joys we have in this life are only a dim hint of what's to come forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.